Hashtag kid tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm the mom Dawn. You say it. Hello, everyone. I like episode one because when we first started this, you're like, I don't know what to say and I'm afraid. What if everyone laughs at me? I'm like, well, don't talk to anyone. Just talk to me. But then pretty much every episode since then, you're just like, hi, everybody. Well, yeah, I still don't know what to say, do I? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's fine. I don't know. But it's just like you were like worried because you're like, well, I don't know how to interact with people. I'm like, you're not interacting with people. Sorry. You're interacting with me. Hello, Ruben. How was your day? Uh, I don't want this. (laughs) I I missed you today, Ruben. Oh, thanks. Are you doing well? Yeah, fine. Good. Okay. (laughs) Are you doing well? What are you, what are you, like from the 1840s? Hello, son. It has been nigh on a fortnight since I've seen you. Are you doing well? How are the oxen? <laughs> <laughs> what? Am I doing well? Yeah, mom, I'm fine. Okay, well, you said not to talk to them, so I have to talk to you, so. Who <laughs> says, are you doing well? Are you doing well? It's like, I don't know. It sounds like there's something wrong with me. No, there's nothing you, wrong with you, you except you're being well? in my booty. You doing well? Because I know the thing. No. The thing's going on. You know, you're doing you're doing well. No, I was just being kind, you big butt. Hey, if you've never listened to the podcast before, Kid Tested Mother Approved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given us, and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. What are you doing? I was dancing. I had danced in a lot of episodes. So yeah, I thought, but I feel like... <laughs> that was more of like a seizure kind of... I just hear like... <laughs> oh, sorry. I mean, whatever. But that was me dancing. That was you dancing. Yes, it was because, really nice. Because, well, we should clarify that this is the first episode where you're holding your mic, too. Which I'm not really fond of this. You're not fond of this? I'm not fond of this. I, I'd rather <laughs> have it stuck up in my nose where it was before. I mean, it really wasn't that close to your face. It's about this close. It feels a lot. This it's, is weird. Because now I'm one hand short. Whatever. No, because I talk with my hands. So do I. Well, this is hard. It's really not that hard. It's hard. It's not you. It's me. It's hard. I mean, imagine getting on stage and having to do this. Oh, before. no. <laughs> you can know. Nope. Not going to get on stage and talk with one of these. Yeah. No, I, I'll have you set it up. If we ever did something live, I'd have you put it at the desk. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't make you. I, I would probably hold mine because I don't care. Yeah, well, I just get nervous. You get nervous? I get nervous. What do you mean you get nervous? I don't know. I just don't like to hold it. Now, do I hold it in this hand? Do I hold yeah, it in this hand? Hands. Is it too close? Is yes, too that far? was way too close. That totally blew out the speaker. Sorry, but I was being silly. I have to edit that now. Oh, I'm sorry. I was being silly. What? It's fine, but at the beginning, I told you not to do that. I know. I had to be just a little bit silly. We, we started to record earlier, and you had the mic like in, in your, your mouth. Mo- in my nose, yeah. And I, I was like, hey, don't do that. That's too close. And you were like, this is how close it is normal. I'm like, it's really not. It seems way closer. So anyway, so yes, I am holding this in my hand yes. like a grown-up, but I'm not liking it. What was the theme this week? The theme this week was best movie of the 90s. Or 90s movies, yes. Best movies. Isn't that what I said? Well, because, I mean, it was just like a movie that encapsulates the 90s. That we loved. Yeah. And I wouldn't say it's the best movie of the 90s. I according to us. No, well, that's I did not give you what I think is the best movie of the 90s. I just gave you a great 90s movie. Oh, maybe that's what. Okay, so our theme was great 90s movies. Yes. So I think it was like totally, it was some dumb, totally radical, yeah, dude. You, some some dumb, totally radical, yeah. You know what's insane to me? What? We did movies from the 90s. Yes. And you know what neither of our movies included? Two things. What? Smash Mouth. Okay. okay. Or Brendan Fraser. Right? Very difficult to choose a movie from the 90s that doesn't have Brendan Fraser. And we did it. We did. And no Smash Mouth. Right. And we did it. I was watching Rat Race a while ago, and I'm sure I talked about this on an early episode. And I forgot that at the end, they break, they crash into a Smash Mouth concert. There he is. There they are. There's Smash Mouth. Sounds good. They're in Mystery Men. I lo- oh, I love Mystery Men. I can't Men. believe we passed up Mystery Men. That was a great one. I mean, it's a good theme because this is a ni- this is a, both from 1995 and it's a Disney theme. Yeah. Uh, you want to go first? You go first. I'll go first. Okay. So you gave me the Goofy movie. It's the best movie ever made. It was a pretty good movie. It's so good. I um so this is 1995. So I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. You were five. Yes. Your brother was three. Yes. You guys watched it a lot. Yeah, I, this is probably one that we wore the tape out of. I, I think that you probably did. Now, we did not see this in the theaters. Probably not. I remember seeing it on TV. It was, it but was it was probably the like a video. But also, this movie spawned Goof Troop. Oh, I thought Goof Troop was 
before and then the Goofy movie came. No, I believe that I believe this then Goof Troop. Okay. Kind of like yeah, like I mean Goof Troop, Tailspin, Ducktales. It was all like something. Well, Ducktales is flipped. Well, I mean Uncle Scrooge and all those characters pre-existed before right, Ducktales, right. but like these characters kind of d- did their thing and well, no. Yeah, the movie and then the characters, yeah. with the exception of Ducktales, because that previously existed. But so okay, so this is the story of Max and yeah. Max. Sorry, I picked it up no, a little too close. And Max is Goofy's son. And mm-hmm. would you say like junior high? Is that? Yeah, maybe high school. Uh, I don't think because, high school because yet. Because the sequel is them going to. Is Max going to college? Oh, okay, so I think like late junior I think high. He's a freshman. Okay, could be. Because everyone else is older than him. That's true. So basically, it starts out where Max is having a nightmare. He's in love with Roxanne. Oh and in this nightmare, they're like in love. And then he turns into his father, which is his greatest nightmare because mm. he's he's kind of embarrassed of his dad. His dad is goofy and he's a little bit goofy. Can we talk about what a weirdly related, like for a children's movie. Yes. To have the main theme being... Being afraid of becoming your father. Right. And, and realizing how, that that's not bad. Which is a great theme for kids to, to kind of talk about but and think about. Do you think kids really get that? Like immediately? I, I don't think they get it immediately. But I, I tell you what, it caught the attention. I was babysitting. Uh, five-year-old. No, sorry. Six now. Nine mm-hmm. is the second one. It completely caught the nine-year-old's attention. The six-year-old could have cared less. Yeah. But it really, right from the very get-go, he passed over the the iPad that he was playing and gave it to his brother so he could watch the movie, which is yeah. very different. So I think so. I think that they get it. Um, so basically, and then he wakes up and he's like, oh, and his dad but comes it's, in. It's such a good, like, because you're kind of unsure where the scene is going. And it does this, like, teen wolf, Michael Jackson, and thriller kind of thing where the mouth extends and the teeth and the feet and the ears. Yes, and so good. Um, and then he wakes up and he's late. His friend calls him, PJ, where are you? Because they're planning this big stunt. Mm-hmm. We school. don't know what the stunt at school is yet, but he's late. So he's trying to get ready for school really, really fast. And Goofy, his dad, barges in. Towel on his head, towel around his body. Yeah. He's, he's like, doing like a salsa with the vacuum. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say he's vacuuming or something. He's like, dad. Everything is dad. Yeah. And Maxi. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's how he says it. He's like, Maxi. Yeah. That's how he calls him Maxi. Maxi, which is just weird. Don't call your son Maxi. Yeah. But I, I mean, it's. So he rushes out the door. Mm-hmm. And then it's a big music song after today. And it's all about how this thing is going to make him popular he's gonna get the girl everything is gonna be perfect and everybody is like singing their own part about it yeah and here comes well that's also why i think they're in high school okay because there's pep rallies right home economics that's true there's a couple class references uh, that are things in high school not in junior high okay i see and i was just thinking yeah the and that's fine so somewhere mm-hmm. along and there some of the kids like there's yeah the kid some of them are much way older. older than him right and so my favorite part, and I remember when I was watching it this week, once it came out, I remember you and your brother singing it over and over. Just so one specific line. Line. Do you want to sing it? It's the bus driver, and he yeah. sings. So it, it, the whole song is after today, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. It gets to the bus driver, he just goes, I'm going to sit on my butt. And I remember, I totally started laughing when um, I watched it on Saturday, because I remember the two of you. Singing it so funny. over and over and over, though. And I was like, okay, maybe you shouldn't say that. But it's so unexpected. Right. And, and that's what makes so it fun. Funny. But also as an adult, like you see the bus driver, like you get it. You're like, oh, he cannot just wait for this to be done. Yeah, that's right. Summertime, no bus driving. Yeah. Life is good. So they get to school. Mm-hmm. And his friend, PJ. Mm-hmm. And do you remember who voices PJ? I do not. Rob Paulson. Pinky. You were good. I was going to say that. I actually knew that. Oh, yeah. And then want to say something. Jason Marston does Max. Now, I don't know if Jason Marston is related to James Marston. I don't believe so. Okay. It's a little too coincidental on the last names. I think it's a Canadian name. Okay. Anyway, he was a big kind of a sidekick in a lot of the like sitcom comedies in the 90s. 
Sure. I looked him up and I was like, oh, that guy, you know. Yeah. So anyway, and Kelly Martin mm-hmm. does the voice of Roxanne. Now, Kelly Martin was really big in the 80s and 90s. She did Life Goes On. Mm-hmm. She's big now. She does 8,000 Hallmark movies. She also has a Hallmark movie and mystery um, series. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's yeah. So, okay. So. Do you remember who the other friend is? I know who plays the other friend, but I don't remember his character's his name. His name does not matter. It's Polly Shore, basically being Polly Shore. Which we didn't get Brendan Fraser in the '90s episode, but we got Polly Shore. We got Polly Shore. Um, so yeah, his friend is like the <laughs> he's so dumb. Like the, but he's like the AV guy. You know, he's yeah. the one. So basically, what they're gonna do is Max is going to lip sync. <laughs> A um, Powerline song. Yes. Powerline is not a real person. Powerline Power is not Michael Jackson and not Prince. It's generic. Yeah. Generic pop musician yes. that wears a jumpsuit. So he is going to to interrupt an assembly mm-hmm. to to do this and win the girl win Roxanne's heart and it it works and in order to get the AV guy to do it. All Max has to pay him is a bo- a squeeze bottle of cheese. Mm-hmm. Like, what's it called? Cheese Whiz? Cheese Whiz. And he's just funny. He's all, and it's just all. Max, sk- check it out. Leaning Tower of Cheese. Yeah, but that was after. Yeah. Because that, that's what I was thinking, too. I was thinking it happened before, but it's that in, happens in, after. Yeah. So anyway, so everything is going great. They interrupt. He starts doing the song. Everything and then something breaks down and he flies across and he is in big trouble. Mm-hmm. So he has to go to the office. Do you remember at the very beginning when Stacy, Roxanne's friend, is is talking at the assembly? Yes. Okay. Do you remember the guy that goes, "Hey, Stacy, talk to me, talk to me, baby." Yeah. That's Dante Basco. Okay. Rufio. <gasps> oh <laughs> yeah, I love what it. a what a weird like yeah one line. It's just like okay, you do that line. Um, so then we go to Goofy. Goofy works like in a photographer, a, like a children's photography studio, and yeah. like in a Walmart. Yeah, is what it looks like. And he's so cute because he's like smile <laughs> and he's all nice. And then Pete's his boss, and Pete's a butt. But I love when Goofy's trying to get the little girl to smile, and he has that squeaker toy, and he swallows it. Yeah, I. It, and then he's like, <laughs> and then she laughs and she takes these great pictures. But <laughs> Pete Velcro's her diaper. Yeah. That was the different, the next girl. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, he's like, let me show you how it's done. And he literally puts a piece of Velcro down and sticks her down there. And, um, and she runs away with her diaper off. Oh, I don't remember that part. Yeah, you see her little naked butt. And she's like, ah. I don't remember that part. But, um, so then he and Pete are talking and, you know, what are you going to do this summer and everything. And so mm-hmm. Pete always has bad ideas and he's not a nice person. And he's like, oh, you got to put him under your thumb or he's going to walk away with everything and he's going to walk on you. And you just, you know, he'll become a juvenile delinquent and everything. And then he's like, no, Maxie, Max is a good boy and he does everything. And, you know, we'll see what we're going to do. And then the principal calls because he gets in big trouble. And Goofy only hears certain words. Like, not because the phone cut out, but because right. of what's already in his brain. Right. He's hearing delinquent. He's hearing these words that Pete has kind of warned him about. Right. So Max gets home. And Max is thinking, summertime, going out with Roxanne. She's having a big party. He's mm-hmm. going to go. Nope. Goofy's got the car loaded up. They're going on a bonding trip to do all these great things fishing and all these great things that goofy and his dad did when he was little so then there's a whole nother song i can't remember what the song is Uh, called this is how many times i've seen it okay do you need a break from modern living is that (laughs) one it's because they're arguing about the music right because you know max is a teenager so he goes for the hard rock and the dad's like hi hope (laughs) And it's yeah. just so... And then they break the radio and it's like the music's... Like, it's the, the cars making the music. Yeah. Do you remember who cameos in that song? Uh, Mickey Mouse and, and Donald, Donald Duck. Duck. Yep. And it's... So it's just basically they're going to go fishing. They're going to do all the things that Goofy and his dad used to do. Mm-hmm. Well, Max has talked when he shouldn't have talked and told Roxanne that unfortunately he can't come to the party because his dad's taking him to L.A. to see Powerline 
at the con- concert and to perform with Powerline, which is all a big fat stinky lie. Mm-hmm. So, Goofy and Do we Ma- see Roxanne's? Does he go to Roxanne's house before? Yes. And we see Roxanne's dad? Yeah, this big old thing in Roxanne. I mean, Max is like, uh, hello. And she's like, good daddy, good daddy. He's go. a bulldog, right? Yeah. She's like, go in the house. You can see his little butt crack. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. So then they just decide to go on this trip. And, and Goofy's trying to be like so sweet. Like, okay, let's play this game. And Max is just being a teenager. Ugh. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to do, sorry. He doesn't want to do anything. So the first stop, where did they go? <laughs> is it Lester's Possum Park? Lester's Possum Park. I challenge anybody to turn this movie on. And watch the entirety of the Lester's Possum Park sequence and not laugh. It's pretty. uh, That's really. This is what got the little boy watching. This movie is. Here's the thing. Are all Disney movies constantly funny? No. Some of the jokes aren't that funny or, or, you know, they over time. I'm thinking about Lester's Possum Park and laughing. Because this movie's just so genuinely funny to me. Well, yeah. And so then they um, they go to this possum park, which he's so excited about. And Max is just like, no, please don't make me go here. You get here. what it is, right? It kind of reminded me of Country Bear's Jamboree. It's Chuck E. Cheese. Because, oh, got but it. So Chuck E. Cheese itself is like trying to come off this whole like Disney idea. Well, it's making fun of Chuck E. Cheese ripping off of its own idea. Right. And it's so they go and watch it's very this. very Country Bears. Yeah. It's kind of what it reminded me of. But um, gather around your possum pals and hoot and holler. I know the whole song. That's so funny. So they go to watch this show and it's old. So like the pieces are like popping <laughs> off. And, yeah. And they're like electrocuting and it's just awful. So he makes it through. And the he's little just, girl. Yeah, she's all. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's like, what was that noise? That's what she, she was no, doing. She, she goes, <laughs> she like sticks and like, I thought it was the little girl from earlier, but it's yeah. a different little girl. But, but she, she's making she the goes, same weird sounds. She goes, <laughs> she looks at Max and her teeth are all out. She's like, <laughs> yeah, but then she's like, <laughs> like that. It's just a weird sound. It's so funny. It's funny. It is funny. I, like I said, the little boys were like, whoa, that was weird. Um, so then. They get out of the show. Max is mm-hmm. like, Ugh. and then <laughs> this guy dressed up in the possum costumes, <laughs> like, like, "Who wants a hug?" Who's and he's like, "Your favorite possum." That's right. Who wants a hug or something like, "Oh, come on, don't you want a hug?" And he's like, "Max is all, don't touch me," and he totally hits him, just <laughs> pew, and he hits him. He hits the character so hard. You're laughing. <laughs> he's it's so funny. He's, it's not that funny. It's so funny. He's he hits him so hard that literally his head spins, spins around, and, and then, then he's like, like walking off backwards, <laughs> and then he falls over, and a bunch of kids just start attacking like him, jumping on him, right? And then I don't know what happened. So oh, there's like Goofy's trying to take the family picture. Yes, and Max is starting to like like Goofy, like he's starting to, but then Goofy embarrasses him because he's got like a possum hanging from his like arms. No. Oh, he's hanging upside down with well, the possum. Yeah, and he's got possum hat on. He got one for Max, and then. They take a picture and Goofy's like hanging upside down and people are like, eh, look at him, he's a weirdo. Yeah. And so Max is like all embarrassed again. So it was embarrassing and Max is like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be with you. You're embarrassing, whatever. Mm-hmm. So then their next stop, they just keep going. And the next stop. Camping. Camping. And there's, and then is that when, that's not when um, PJ and... That's when PJ and Pete show up. PJ and Pete show up. Hey, can we plug in our RV in your hotel room? And it's kind of cool. And Max is really starting to... Really... I think they first meet them at the campsite. Oh, then they, the campsite. Then something happens where they have to go to the, the, yes. the hotel. Yes, you're right. So they meet at the campsite and that's where they see Bigfoot. Yes. Yes. In the car. Right, but the the map is... Did the map happen when they see Bigfoot? When Max changes the map, not yet, because then they have food. Then it's at the, then at the hotel. Because when, that's when no, because that's when that's Goofy when finds out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Pete finds out and he tells Goofy because he hears he hears PJ and you're right, you're right. So I think Bigfoot is before that. Yeah. So then there's Bigfoot scene and they're like, ooh. So Bigfoot's they're stuck going in, through their stuff. Yeah, totally going and underwear ends up on his head and and then he finds a Walkman and in the back it's um. Staying alive and Bigfoot is yeah by the BGs and Bigfoot's dancing. Okay, okay but then Bigfoot finds the socks again. Such a funny thing. They're trapped in the car and they're trying to get out of the car. And anytime they get near the getting out of the car, Bigfoot's like, 
song. Exactly. So, so then but Bigfoot is sitting there with the socks. And he's doing like a little puppet show. He's like, hey, remember me? Hey, remember me? And then like making a bungee jump. It's so stupid. But it's funny. So, and then they even, they have soup in the car because they have a soup. cigarette. Yeah, hi, dad soup. And they have, um, and then Goofy opens it with his teeth and stuff. So um, it's really, really cute. It's It's just cute. That's it? No, I'm not done. I'm oh. just saying it's just really cute. Then they go have breakfast the next day. I don't know how they got away from Bigfoot, but they just did. Yeah, I remember it explains it, but I don't know. He I don't remember. Or something. So then Ma- uh, Goofy gives Max the map and says, you're the navigator. And that's when Max changes it. But he's really guilty. But Goofy knows he's changing it. Because yeah, cause remember, because Goofy's like, which way, Max? Which way? But that was after. So he changes it. And at the restaurant, he's like, I'm giving my son. He's going to be oh, the navigator. Right, 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 right. And then so he changes it. And then they go to the hotel. And that's when they see PJ and Pete. Yeah. Again. Again. They, right, right. They see them and again. PJ and Max are talking in the bedroom. And that's when Pete hears. And that's when Pete... Goes and tells Goofy that Max has changed the map. And mm-hmm. and so Max is, Goofy's feeling really bad. He realizes what has happened. And then, um, but, and he's going, you know, like he said, he's going, Max, which way, which way? And then Max tells him what's going on. But I don't remember. He, he tells, so it's, it's literally, the, it's not this obvious, but it's like Los Angeles, Los Angeles or campground. Right. Or wherever they're, they're going to go. And he, he. Goes Los Angeles, and Goofy knows that's the wrong way. Right. He knows that that is the wrong way because right after the next scene is just it's a flip, right? Of them in the car where now Goofy is scowling and, and doesn't Max, want to say another word. And and Max is all, <laughs> yeah, like okay, Dad, like he knows he's in trouble, but I can't remember how Max tells Goofy what's going on. The car, they drive off a cliff or something. Oh yeah, and they're like floating and they're talking about it, and, and then they, he finally sing a song about. Yeah, and they finally tells him, and so Goofy's like, "Well, okay, let's go." Yeah. Yeah. So then, so, go ahead. Well, they break into the the concert and the uh, the equipment boxes or something. That's really or no, yeah, it's funny because I don't know what Goofy's in, but it's like a guitar box or something, and they opens up and he gets out and he's like all in the shape, and um. Little steps, little steps. Goofy ends up accidentally on the stage. And then Max gets there and everybody's looking at Goofy and Max says, Dad, do the perfect cast. That's the whole, yeah, the perfect cast. And so he starts doing it. And then this power line starts doing it as a dance move. And all the kids back home, you know, because Max had said, I'm going to be on TV. So they're waiting and nobody believes them. And Roxanne believes them. And then there they are. Yeah. So then they drive home. And they're heroes, and Max and Goofy are best buds, and everything is good. And but they have to stop at Roxanne's, mm-hmm. and then there's a little romance. And then yeah. Goofy does something silly and ends up through the roof. <laughs> and, and he's, he's like, like waving at the dad. Yeah, and he's like, hello. So such a great movie. This is so good. It's a fun movie. I just like I said. I just remember you guys watching this over and over and the I'm going to sit on my butt over and over. And the music from this movie is so good. It's great. Like Stand Out, Eye to Eye, Lester's Possum Park. It's all really well done. Right. And they did an extremely goofy movie and it wasn't that great. It was whatever. Yeah. It was just whatever. Like it, it, you didn't need a sequel. No, you should have just left it. It was fine as is. Like there's some Disney movies where like the sequel is very good. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite Disney movies of all time. The sequel is better than the original. Uh, Rescuers Down Under. Oh yeah, I think Rescuers Down Under is better than Rescuers. Right. But I, but I think that like this doesn't need more. No. Um. What happened to, to Max's mom? I don't think it's ever been explained. Never explained. I don't think Max has ever had. I mean, I, he had a mom. Yeah. I just don't know where yet because, she is. Because do you know what else? Like we mentioned without. I don't think anyone else mentions this either. So yeah, Max's mom. But Goofy talks about his dad. Yeah, where's Goofy's mom? Where's Goofy's parents? Yeah, I don't know. Is everyone just, is Goofy's family just dead? There's only one person, one parent, and one kid per family. That's the rule. Yeah, <laughs> and then you die. Apparently, I don't know. Well, that's just like Roxanne. We only see dad. Yeah. Uh, PJ, we we only see dad, but in the show, Pete is married. Oh, okay. Pete PJ has a mom. We didn't even mention who voices Pete. 
I don't know who voices Jim Cummings. <gasps> Pooh Bear, Cheshire Cat. He took over a lot of Sterling Holloway's voices, but he also is Tigger. He's also a whole bunch of characters. Uh, we're going to go meet him in July. We're going to try. I think it's June. No, yeah. I'm doing it. Okay. Doing it. What are you going to say to him? He's Hello. Gonna... Okay. He's going to be like, hi. Nice to meet you. Thanks for being Winnie the Pooh. He's my favorite. You're amazing. Can you do it right now? He'll be like, thirty dollars no i don't know yeah and and here's a sticker to my podcast you should listen to it because we're amazing oh, that would be cool i would do it i told you that when i when i met carol carol spinney he did the oscar the grouch and big bird to a kid and i cried i oh. an adult man because he wasn't mean to the child right but he, like the little it was a little kid who, who wasn't didn't really get it and was like huh and then he's like hey it's me oscar the grouch and the kid was like Ugh. and he was like and then like they walked away and oh Actually, this is incorrect. To us, we walked away and Carol Spinney said bye-bye to us as Big Bird, and I cried. Um, and Taylor was like, are you okay? And I was like, no, you're crying. Because um, <laughs> Big Bird just said goodbye to us. And that, the, But that, I mean, that's the thing is like these voice actors like, right. who have been doing these things for years that are like, you don't, you don't understand that character. Like, right. It, that that there's a lot to that where I think that you you well kind you of, grew up with it so it's part of who you are. That character is real, right? They're not real, but like the this is a weird tangent. But in the Elmo documentary, yes, from a couple years back, Kevin Clash was saying that when people meet Elmo, kids, adults, whoever, he's not there. And even if he's literally right he's there, literally right there holding Elmo, no, he goes, no one has ever looked me in the eyes when meeting Elmo. They're looking at Elmo and they're talking to Elmo. Oh. It's the same with Kermit. Right. You don't look at the person who's holding Kermit. You Absolutely look at Kermit. not. It's Kermit. And I'd say, where's Robin? I don't know. I'm George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's my favorite. He's always been my favorite. But yeah, so I would love to meet Jim Cummings, even though the Sterling Holloway Winnie the Pooh is what I grew up with. But I mean, it's... Your Jim Cummings was the Winnie the Pooh that you grew up with. Yeah, but I also think that he does a killer Sterling Holloway. He does a wonderful Winnie the Pooh, and he's in the he was the voice in the new movie, and he couldn't have been any other. Well, you know who else he is, and for me, that's what I would want to hear. He's okay. Darkwing Duck. Because oh. the whole thing about this convention that he's going to be at is he's going to be there, and you know who else is going to be there? No, I don't. Launchpad, the original Launchpad. Oh, okay. So, but for me, that's yeah. Like, there's a new Launchpad in the uh, in the Ducktales reboot. Okay, he's fine. Okay, he's, but it's not the original. It's not Launchpad. Right. But even when they brought Darkwing Duck in the show, it's Jim Cummings doing Darkwing Duck because you can't recast Darkwing Duck. <sighs> but so for me, I was just like, it, so to me, sure, I'd love to meet Jim Cummings, but I also want to meet, I also want to meet Launchpad. And who is Launchpad? Some guy. <laughs> oh, well, then you can do that. I'll, yeah. I'm going to stand in line all day to meet Jim Cummings, take my picture with him, and then say, say something to me with Winnie the Pooh, please. Go away. Yeah, no. I want him to say that phrase about, I do nothing all day. That one from the movie. I love I that. Mean, you could you could just be like, hey, please say something nice to me. And he'll be like, okay, you're special. It's oh. me, Pooh Bear. Oh, that's what I would do. Oh. I think if Pooh Bear, if Jim Cummings looked at you and it was like, hi, Don, it's me, Pooh Bear. You, yeah, you would cry. I probably would because that, yeah. Be but, but it's that thing. It's, it's just it's, something. It's hearing that character who's not real. Right. But to you, they're real. Yes. Like that, that's a thing is like if, if Kermit the Frog came up to me or not came up, but you know what I mean? Right. Like if I'm standing somewhere and Kermit the Frog is just next to me, I'd be like, I would not look at the guy under Kermit nope. the Frog. I would just be like, there you are. Yes. You're and here. where's Robin? Sorry. Even though the guy currently doing Kermit the Frog is not the Kermit the Frog I grew up with. Right. Exactly. I grew up with two different Kermit the Frogs. That's true. Who's doing it now? Some new guy. Oh, it's a third guy now? A third guy. It was Steve Whitmer, Whitmire Whitmire? For, yeah. for a long time. Obviously, before that was uh, Jim Henson. Right. Now it's, it's some third guy. Oh, probably because Steve Whitmire got old, right? Uh, sort of. He got fired and then... Oh, something happened. But it wasn't like career-breaking for him, you know what I mean? Because he still does work, but I guess it was just conflict of interest with like him and what he felt the company was doing with the progression of the characters. And you're, welcome, you're welcome a, to being dis to having a job, right? You're and to having to have an opinion. disagreements. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fine. disagreement. That was the word I was thinking of. Um, so should I rate it? Yeah, rate it. Buy it, buy it, buy it, buy oh, yeah, it, of course. buy it, buy it. This buy is it. one of the better '90s Disney movies. Like it truly is. And, okay, let's just be honest, honey. What? It's good. Yes. Okay. 
you have a lot of emotional sentimental to this. Yes. I don't know if everyone would be as sentimental, emotional. Like if someone watched it for the first time, they would be interested. But I don't. I'm doing I'm doing a thing. You keep talking, but I'm looking. Somewhere. Oh, I was like, what? But I don't think that they would be emotionally invested. Okay, that's not invested. Emotionally vested as you are. But I think that at the same time, it, it's, oh, geez. This is our all. Okay. Okay, so fair enough. Okay, so I'm a big fat liar. Because I was just going to say it's the best 90s Disney movie Rescuers Down Under came out in 1990, so there goes. So that. there you go. Throw that in the garbage. Yeah, it came out in 1990. Yeah, you. Well, so you must have seen it when it hit video, because at oh, that. Yeah. But I. Yeah. I could have sworn it came out long before I was born. Yeah. No. Nope. nope. You I was born. Right. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yes, it's better than. Uh, let's see, Aladdin. Better. Uh, Mighty Ducks. It's better. Mup. Okay, Mup of Christmas Carol. Okay. Okay. So 90s was actually pretty good for Disney. Um, it was really good for Disney. That was kind of like their their back to Renaissance. Right. That's the word. Yeah. So I love it. It's great. Buy it. Don't you don't have to watch the extremely goofy movie because that's not necessary. No. And just watch the goofy movie and have fun. And enjoy look, it. Just let yourself enjoy yeah. it. And CEO of Disney, I know you're listening to this. Uh, put <laughs> Hello. Goofy Movie on Netflix. Nobody wants to watch an extremely goofy movie on Netflix. People watch Extremely Goofy Movie because you don't have the regular one. Yes, but it's not the head of Disney that we should be talking to, isn't it? Shouldn't it be the head of Netflix? Well, I mean, like, the head of Disney is the one who's like, I gotta let it out of the vault. They, like, open it up, and Walt Disney's frozen head is like, please, let me out. I'm like, no. Ooh, that's not a pretty visual. Blech. all right so that's it good night okay bye no just kidding what movie did you watch you made me watch toy story it's a good one it's pretty good i we we've this is weird we've talked about toy story 2 on the show before now this movie came out quite a few years before toy story 2 95 i don't remember when the second one came out I don't know. You could look it up. You're sitting right there in front of your computer. So the reason I say that, though, is because there was a lot of references to the second one already. Huh. Um, And and just general things that they probably said that they were like, ooh, let's pull that. Okay, so four years later, the second one came out. Okay. Emperor Zurg is mentioned. Right. Al's Toy Barn is mentioned. Right. It's kind of setting it all up. Yeah, but I don't think that was on purpose. Huh. I think that was, hey, we made references like... I, I do not believe that the Toy Story cinematic universe was looked at like how the Marvel cinematic, you know what I mean? Where they right. like every single word means something later or a character means something. I think it was just, oh, we mentioned an Alice Toy Barn. So let's use it. Let's use it. We mentioned okay. Emperor Zurg. Let's like, use because it. Because they had the all the whole box for, uh, what's his name, for Buzz Lightyear done. In right. The, so it had all this stuff on it. So let's just use this made up thing we have. Right. Uh. There's the whole theory, okay, and I know we talked about this in the Toy Story 2 episode. The whole theory is the hat that Andy's wearing Yes, is Jesse's hat. It's not Woody's hat. It's actually the red with the white. That's Jesse's hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he got it from his mom, who was Jesse's original owner. Got it. Um, So let's talk about Toy Story. Let's talk about it, shall we? Toy Story, okay, on a completely visual level, Yes. it's weird. And I was talking to Whitney about this because- Visually, everything moves very naturally. Yes. Like it looks visually, like just on the movement, everything moves very well. Yes. Everything does not always look super great. No. It, But the movement, like because every toy is articulated differently. Yes. Woody himself is a plush toy mostly where uh, Buzz is it's all a, plastic. It's all plastic. They move as they should move. Right. Woody's much more fluid. Buzz doesn't have that fluidity. Yeah, Buzz has articulated features, articulated parts. Uh, it's not like Lego movie where they, you know, right. there's a little bit more articulation. But Right. And Sid is scary and the dog is scary. Oh, man, does that dog not look good. Oof, that dog looks bad. But can I just tell you, that dog scared you guys bad. Oh, yeah, I can see. And I mean, Sid, too. Well, Skid, Sid is Skid. Sid's whatever. He's just, okay. Now, this is something I never told you. I always empathized with Sid because here's what here's what I felt like the movie was saying. Okay. Having creativity is bad. 
because I thought it was very interesting that Sid was creating his own new toys. Right. And making cool, different, like, things, which, like, if, yeah, he's doing body mutilation, yeah, maybe not super great. But, like, I always thought Sid's toys were so cool looking. Yes, but he's doing them not not to be creative. No, he's doing he's them nasty. to be a butt. Yeah. But and like, to blow up the toys. I loved the, uh, what is it? It's a fishing hook with the, the doll legs. Yes. Oh, I loved that. I and I that loved so the, interesting. the baby the baby head with the spider legs. Yeah, that was so cool looking. Right. It was like missing an eye. Yeah, it was kind of creepy. Okay, so the plot of Toy Story. This is weird that I have to do the plot of Toy Story. Oh, this is a fun thing. So at the beginning of Toy Story when uh, Woody is calling a meeting. Yes. And saying, here, business meeting or whatever. Uh, he looks up on the shelf and there's a big purple bear up on the shelf. Yeah, that was a concept for Lotso Huggin. Oh, they wow. they had Lotso Huggin, like concepted since Toy Story one, and not wow. again, not in like a he's gonna show up in the third one. Just but they had this character. Uh, there's original concept art for Lotso where he looks a lot more, should we say, caring? Oh, does that make sense? Makes sense. He to looks me. much more like a Care Bear yes. than a generic stuffed purple bear that smells like strawberries. Yes, um, which. Every single plush lotso that they've ever made still smells like strawberries. I love it. Ew. No, it's it's a great it's a great little nod. Like Okay. I just don't like my stuffed animals to smell like stuff. It's weird to me. Yeah, but the whole thing is the character like I know. Um I also love this is going off the rails a little bit. I love that Disney has made it so you can buy these toys in the boxes that they show up in the movie. Oh, okay. I, I get that that's just that's a marketing so cool. ploy to get you to buy them. Right, but still. But to me, if I had a kid, and I would get him Toy Story, and then I would go buy every single toy from the movie, like the highest quality, not highest quality, but you know what I mean? Right. That does exactly what the one in the movie does. And see, that way you have all of them. You have Buzz. You have Rex. You have Slinky. Uh, ham. It, ham. Potato Head. Mrs. Potato Head. It is weird that this movie is from 1995. Okay. And man, is it kind of a bummer to listen to it. Because here's what I mean. Okay. Don Rickles. Yes. Gone. Gone. Do you, uh, Jim Varney. Gone. Gone. There was a couple others that I was like, oh. I don't remember. There was one other. I, I'm, t- I'm totally blanking on who it was. Oh. But somebody else is, somebody else is gone. Oh. So it's like, oh. Like, it, it's weird to hear all these characters. And right. Uh, also, John Ratzenberger is ham. Love it. Th- this movie has a great cast for these toys. And I love the the guy's voice. I can never remember his name, but I just love him. Who does Rex? Wallace Shawn. Okay, I love him. Great for a giant T-Rex to have yes. this kind of neurotic little voice. Yes, perfect. Perfect. Uh, yeah, all of the... Uh, Annie Potts has Bo Peep. Love her. She's great. Uh... The, yeah. Okay. So this movie starts with, it starts with you got a friend in me. Yeah. And Andy's playing with his toy, and it's it's one-eyed Bart. The uh, he has a gun taped to his hand, which is crazy. Yes. So he's he's like, oh, I I'm one-eyed Bart or whatever, and Woody's saving and the day. And it's Potato Head. It's Potato Head, and he's got his dog that has a force field, and it's yeah. a Slinky Dog, and then he. The world is going pretty good for Woody because then we're, if you've never seen Toy Story before, you have no idea what's about to happen. I mean, right. I'm sure you see the trailer or whatever. Andy leaves and then all the toys, quote unquote, come to life. Yes. Still raises some questions, but. I know. <laughs> so all the toys come to life. Okay. And then they all have their little meeting uh, because Woody hears that the birthday party's today instead of next week. Yes, because they're, because, um, Andy and his mom are moving. Mm-hmm. And, and the little sister. Molly. Yes, but she's blonde. Yeah. Whatever. In the movie, she's not. In the third one, she's not blonde. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of babies start with lighter hair. Um, hey, why are they moving? We don't know. <laughs> do you want to hear the theory? I don't know. Do I? It's not weird. Okay. Uh, Andy's parents got a divorce. Oh, because we never see Andy's dad. And, or as mentioned... Right, or, or he could have died. We just see Andy's mom doing weird, like, positive things for Andy out of nowhere. Like, hey, you're doing a great job with moving. Who wants to go to Pizza Planet? Right. Like, he didn't, not in a weird way, he didn't earn that. Right. Like, that. that's like randomly taking your kid to Chuck E. Cheese, which I'm, I'm sure people did, but you more went there for the party. Yeah. 
Um, he could have died. It's a Disney movie, so he probably died. Yes. And they cut that. It's on the cutting room floor. And <laughs> this weird scene where his dad just dies when we see it for no reason. Well, no, but kind of like they could have done kind of like the up thing where you do it real quick and then it's on to the next part. But also Andy never makes any reference. To Ever. That. Like even in the third one, he's never like, I didn't have a dad. Or something about my dad. There's no yeah, dad. Which even if like... You would think that even if his parent, if his dad was still alive, right, he would mention dad not being. He would yep. mention dad. That's no, no mention of dad ever, ever. Whatever. Okay, so then, so the toys all come to life, and then there's a, the army. Oh, the army man. Yes, he's passed away, because it's the guy from Full Metal Jacket. Oh yes, Lee Emery something something. He's also passed away. Okay. Um, that's why it was so crazy to me. I was like, oh. So the little army men, they're going... Bup, bup, Which bup, bup, bup. they have to walk because their little legs are stuck together. So Which they can't so walk funny. like regular. They have to walk kind of like frogs. Wah, wah, but wah, it looks wah, wah, visually wah, wah, wah. really well done. Yeah, absolutely. Is it the best graphics? No. But it's 1995. Yeah. So Was this Pixar's first real first film? First feature length movie. Yeah. yeah so this was so a big deal. I remember us being there when it opened. So we saw this in theaters? Oh, absolutely. So we didn't see Goofy movie in theaters then, but we saw this. Yes. I don't remember seeing Goofy Movie in theaters, but I definitely remember going here because Robert at one point crawled in my lap. And cried. Because he was afraid of Sid. He probably cried. He was three. (laughs) He cried so much as a kid. So did you. No, he cried so much. Hey, Robert, you're not going to listen to this. You cried. We're telling everyone that you were a little cry, baby. I'm not saying that because that's rude. Wow, mom just, mom is nodding. She's going, and what is that? Where'd you get that whiteboard? She's writing Robert. Let me hold on, finish reading it. Is... Cry baby Mom I can't say those words I'm not saying any of that You're making it up So keep going So anyway So then um, So they're all worried about the new The new toys or whatever cause, Yes Which is a fair worry But it's such an interesting worry That they're gonna like Get put in the attic Right Okay did you And you rewatched this right Yeah Did you notice something That is definitely not Followed through in the other two Toy Story movies I don't know Mr. Potato Head is way more antagonistic in this one. Yeah, he's a little bit like... He's not this antagonistic in the other two. No, he's not. Well, because you know why. He's married. Because he has Mrs. Potato Head. Who shows up at the very end. Who's calmed him down. Mm -hmm. Because he's just cranky at everyone in the first one. Yeah, but I did notice that. He's He's way more antagonistic. Yeah, he's kind of a grump. Uh, Which he, he... I mean, Don Rickles, that's his whole thing. But like, right. he's not being Don Rickles. No, he's, he's just being, being a grumpy mean. old man. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, which, the whole it's time. fair. Yeah. Also, uh, I love Mr. Potato Heads. It's one of my favorite toys of all time. Yes. Uh, but they have changed Mr. Potato Heads where the eyes and nose are now one piece instead of three separate pieces. And that's a joke. Well, actually, here's what's incorrect. Uh, is that Mr. Potato Head's eyes usually, and I'd love to be wrong about this, usually I th- no, they were two pieces. Uh, but now they made it where it's the eyes, nose are all one piece. That's ridiculous. So I, at school, we have potato heads. Eyes are one piece, nose is different. So it's probably an older version. Yes, I could have sworn that there was two, two, two pieces for the eyes, but originally in ones I had. Yeah. Maybe that's not true. I don't know. Disneyland don't used to sell Make Your Own Mr. Potato Heads, and they were custom, like, Disney ones with stuff you could only get at Disney. Do you have one of those? Eh, somewhere. Like, three. Uh, yeah, because you had a good time with that. That's what I, you wanted. But I loved Mr. Potato Head because and you it do. was such an interesting toy. Yes. You have several of them. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so... Okay. So, he's getting a new toy, and the army men are using the little baby monitor. <laughs> it's so funny. To radio up what toys are, they're getting. Yes. Lunchbox, sheets... Board games. Board games. And, and everybody's like, Whew. They're like, oh, good. No more new toys that are going to compete with us. Right. Which, hold on. Okay. Board games aren't sentient? I don't, you always use these weird words. I don't alive. know. Alive. All the toys are alive. Well, the pieces would probably be alive. Right. So why wouldn't they still be worried about that then? Because a board game isn't going to replace Lil Bo Peep. Like a toy toy. It's a game. Mm-hmm. And it might not even talk because, like, look at the Etch-a-Sketch. Right. Etch-a-Sketch doesn't talk, but, right. like, it I like, mean, that pig, like, every day that pig's life is like, what if he smashes me? 
There you go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because right. a lot of kids broke their piggy banks to right. open. Oh, I didn't even think about it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Also, hold on. What? He kept that piggy bank for that long? Yeah. That's the one toy that's like that long. You're going to keep that specific toy for that? Because that's not even a toy. It's not even a toy. It's just something you hold your money in. Yeah. I would have smashed that thing. That yes, thing would, we know. That thing would have seen half the first movie and then I would have taken a mallet to it. Or dropped it on the floor. Out the window. <laughs> Okay. Um, so Woody, they're all like, oh, no, it's coming. Andy's coming back up with his friends. So Woody crawls back up on the bed in the spot and poof, gets shoved off the bed. Well, that's because he, cause Andy got a Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear does not understand that he's a toy. <laughs> I love that. I mean, do you? I do. Here's the thing. Okay, because there's a specific scene I love the most. Why? What scene? Where... Uh, Woody accidentally hits Buzz's Visor. cover for the head, and then he's like, ah! <gasps> I love that. That's like my favorite scene. Here's the problem. Okay. You live your entire life. Okay? Yes. And you're like, I'm I'm 50,000 years old. 52. I'm, ha- I'm having a great life. What a wonderful life I have. And then all of a sudden, a- <laughs> I run up and I go, Mom, none of this is real. We're dolls. We are dolls. Ooh, that's creepy. I don't want to think about that. Right, right. Like, but I'm like, you were purchased. There are a bunch of Dawn dolls. Ooh, I don't want to think about that. That's too scary. Okay. And now, I love Toy Story, but I realize this is the first time I've ever realized this glaring plot hole. Okay. If he thinks that he is real, uh-huh. why does he stop when Andy shows up? That's true. Good. He knows he's a toy. If he stops when Andy shows up, but we never see Buzz Lightyear specifically stopping when someone else shows up, except when he's Mrs. Nesbitt. Okay, I love when he's Mrs. I am Mrs. Nesbitt. Yeah, and he's acting all goofy. But so that's my thing is like, why does Buzz Lightyear stop if he doesn't think he's a toy? I don't know. Why does he like try and shoot them? And then I don't they know. would smash it. I was going to say, it's just a little light bulb. That's what Woody says. It's not a laser. It's a little red light bulb. Right. But if I bought a toy and I came home and it was like, I'm going to get you, I would crush it. I would. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would throw it into the creek behind the house. Do we have yeah. a creek behind our house? Yeah. And I'd be like, bye. Yep. Not my problem. Gone. Um, But that, am I am I insane thinking that is such a glaring plot hole? Um, a little bit. You're you're overthinking it a little bit, but it's okay. But it but makes why sense. Did, why it makes he, sense. Yeah. Why does he sense. stop if he doesn't think he's a toy? Right. It totally makes sense. But just a little overthinking. But I didn't even realize that until I was watching it today, where I was just like, "Hey, wait a minute, girl. Hey, how come he stops if he doesn't think he's a toy?" That's right. Okay. So then, so this whole time, uh, Woody's getting jealous because Andy is growing to like Buzz a little bit more than him. Well, because his beds change, and his bed sheets change, his posters. Strange things are changing. It's me, Randy Newman. That's, I was like, what are you doing? I'm singing about the change. I sound like I have a cold. I love him. He's great. Um, but yeah, all the songs were written and performed by Randy Newman. Great music, again. It's really good. I think it's underrated. I legitimately think the soundtrack, because everyone remembers You've Got a Friend in Me. Right. But a lot of the songs in the soundtrack are pretty good. Yes. So good. Um, So then, uh, long story short, Woody knocks Buzz out the window. (laughs) It's kind of funny. It was kind of funny. Naughty. Uh, Because he doesn't do it on purpose. He tries to knock him down the hall. Yes, Behind. down the the big giant gaping hole which between the dresser and the wall. Yes, which he would have found him. Yes. But he knocks him out the window. Yes. So then they knock Woody out the window. Yes. Or no no no. They don't knock Woody out the window. Yes, they do. No, Woody, they're about to, and then Andy's looking for Buzz and he just takes Woody instead. Got it. And Woody Buzz like fell in the car or something? Like Buzz is also in the car. Right. So then they go to Pizza Planet. Well, they they're at the gas station and they fall out of the car <gasps> and they're right. mad at each other. And then, uh, yeah, they go to Pizza Planet because they hitch a ride on a Pizza Planet truck. Uh, where Buzz gets like strapped up and Woody's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm getting ready for safety." He's like, "No." <laughs> and then Woody just gets tossed around in the back and Buzz is just sitting there with his seatbelt on. Like, hey. So they go to Pizza Planet. Yes. Uh, a very bizarre alien reference happens. Did you notice that? No. There's a whack-a-mole. Uh-huh. And it's little aliens popping out of the, the astronaut as he's laying down oh. on the table. Oh, 
And the kids are like, bop, 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 bop. So they're trying to, Woody is trying to go back to Andy. And he's trying to convince Buzz to go back to Andy. But Buzz is trying to get home. But it's like. Yeah, because he thinks the aliens are in the claw machine. Or... Yeah, so he climbs into the claw machine. Yes. Because he's like, rocket ship. Climbs into the claw machine. And then we see Nasty Sid standing on the alien whack-a-mole, like punching it and kicking it. And then he gets Buzz Lightyear. And Woody's trying to pull Buzz out. But then the little aliens are like, the claw has chosen him. The claw, the claw. And Woody has to go limp and goes with him too. But then again, why is Buzz just playing dead? Right. If he's if he doesn't know he's a toy. Yeah. So then they get put in Sid's backpack. And then they are going and then Buzz faces the realization. So they're at Sid's house, blah, 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 long story short. Buzz faces the realization that he is a toy. Yes. He is not because he sees the commercial. Yes, yes, that's when he was like, what? Yes, he sees the commercial, realizes he's a toy. Uh, he tries to fly, he cannot, his arm falls off. Yes, poor, <laughs> poor Buzz. Then Woody realizes they're across the way from his house, so yes. he can call to the toys. And he's like, come on, Buzz, we got to get their attention. Give me a hand. And Buzz throws his arm up there. <laughs> so Woody has his arm, he's like, hey, friends, I'm with Woody. He's like, look, he goes, yeah, yeah. And Potato Head's like, something's fishy here. And Woody's like, what are you talking about? And, like, extends his other arm and, like, switches hands with Buzz's arm. So now he's just holding Buzz's arm. <laughs> and they're so all freaking great. out. Yes. So then uh, the e the quote-unquote evil toys that Sid has dismantled, Woody and Buzz think they're cannibals. They're not cannibals. They're helpful toys. They do this big thing against Sid where they ruin his life. Yes. Give him intense traumatic stress. Yes. I am surprised. If I was Sid. I would have peed my pants. Uh, I would have done a lot more than that. <laughs> uh, the words that would have come out of my mouth. Would have gotten you soap in your mouth. Yes. Also, I would not just have run away. All of those toys would have been destroyed. The house would have been lit on fire. <laughs> I wouldn't have cared. Because make them go away. Yeah. Yeah, that Woody where he's just like, we're watching Sid. Oh, yeah, that was creepy. Like, I would have been like, oh, okay, cool. Back on the barbecue for you. And he would have <laughs> put the lid on and turned it up all the way and been like, kill the demon. Oh. <laughs> well, because like. Yeah, it was pretty scary. I remember that part, too, that you guys were like, mommy, <laughs> mommy, mommy. It was weird that when we were children, we were little British children <laughs> with our little like berets and our like no. little flannel, sh our little puff shirts. No, like, mommy. Mommy. No. I do not like the scary toys, mama. No. Anyway. Mother, I do not like the scary toys, mother. And yeah. you're like, why do you talk like that? We're <laughs> like, oh, fair enough, I guess. Yeah, mommy, it's scary. All right. So. So then, but then they, they do the thing where they go, like, the, uh, Woody's trying to help Buzz because he's got Buzz on RC running away right. from the dog. And they think they're trying to hurt Buzz. They're trying to hurt. They don't realize what he's doing because all they see is him throw RC out. Yes. So he's trying to get RC, and then they throw Woody out, and that's Woody and Buzz are on RC, but Buzz still has the rocket attached to him. Yes. Then they light the rocket with Buzz's helmet, and and they drop RC off in the truck, and then they keep and Woody's like, "You overshot the truck," and he's like, "I'm not trying to shoot for the truck." And then they land in the box next to Andy, and they're happy. Yay! And then it's Christmas. Yay! And they're hearing about the new toys, and Buzz is kind of worried, like he's like, "Oh, what what new toys are we gonna get?" Like, uh. And they're like, nothing's going to replace us. And then it's a puppy. Yay. And they're like, oh, no. Well, yeah, because he'll eat you. Puppies chew on everything. That's true. So, all right, rate it. It's Toy Story. It's what? a buy it. Oh, it's a good one. I mean, it's Toy Story. That's It's like a perfect, like, it really is one of the better Pixar films. And I think that it's a really cool story. Um, but just like Goofy Movie, I think it has some, some things of understanding. Like the whole thing with Buzz I think it's understanding your situation Absolutely. And, and not blinding yourself to what's really going on and, and, and understanding that maybe where you think you are in your life is not where you truly are. And that's okay. Absolutely. It is okay to be in a different place. It is okay to not be where you think you are, or where you think you deserve to be because that's not how the world works always. And, and right. I think that, that, you know, you have to be okay with your situation and figuring your situation out. But I think also not being afraid of change, like with Woody, like Woody is afraid that he is not going to be the most important. And I think that's understanding that you don't have to be the most important. You, 
because you're not right always. there are things that can change it and you will always be loved even if it doesn't feel like it absolutely and i think that that's woody's whole thing is he's afraid that he's not going to get loved anymore and that's never the case right it's just at this moment andy has cho chosen to like spend more time with buzz which is fine because he's a kid because he's a kid yeah so all right well pass me my phone because i i for forgot about the theme and i forgot it's plugged in yeah there okay. you go well let, let me do my should we do the, do spiel? the spiel so i can look up the movie for you okay so we have uh email you mm -hmm. have to talk though that's fine we have an email kid tested uh show at gmail.com we have facebook uh kid tested mother approved on facebook we have a twitter uh, KTMA show on Twitter. We have great merchandise at Tee Public. Tee Public, T E E Public dot com, uh, and then look up Kid Tested Mother Approved. Yes, we have a Discord. It's in the notes. Check us out. We have a chat room or two or three or four, and they're really fun to talk to people. I love using it. I love to talk to people. And let me see what else did I forget? Anything else? I don't think so. Uh, yes patreon if you'd like to sponsor our little baby podcast we would love it any amount is amazing and we'd really appreciate it and did we get any emails this week ruben uh i don't think so okay well good enough um so what are you doing watching selling buying reading you said selling i know reading did you read the first chapter no next week buddy next I've, week I, okay i've been busy because i was doing something else well and that's okay do you want to talk about that i or i did the service is that i don't know what you would say how you say it i did a wedding yeah you I, were you were the officiant i officiated a wedding yeah that was pretty cool that was fun I it didn't was a really come, cool experience good. well yeah but it was a, it was a pretty pretty interesting experience I, I don't think that i ever expected i would be doing anything like that and it was one of the most fun things i've ever done excellent well, it was that just was it good. was really cool yeah so you were pretty busy and your comedy thing anything you want to talk about with your comedy yeah hey uh you want to see me be a big dumb idiot for an hour and a half um i'm not going to be there for an hour and a half i'm just it's an event i'm running uh monthly uh second tuesday of every month at silk nope at santa clara valley brewing company in san jose california uh starting at uh this so march 12th uh 7 p.m uh we're gonna be doing a thing called pick your poison it's gonna be weird it's gonna be bizarre it's gonna be so cool i'm explain so it a little bit sure so it's gonna be five of the bay's best comedians or if they're traveling we're gonna try and book people who are on tour or traveling to do this fun little show uh and there's gonna be five manila envelopes on stage and the comedians do not know what their sets are going to be until they go on stage and pick a manila envelope open it up and boom that's what they got to make jokes about could be anything as simple as family family uh, could be stuff as weird as asparagus uh, sure that's one i was just gonna <laughs> say cheese wizard oh uh, like okay. just like explain it um because it sounds like cheese whiz but then it's an erd that's wizard um so it's just bizarre it's gonna be weird it's gonna be fun uh and then those comedians will do their legitimate sets uh with the comedian that the audience thinks did the best in the improv stuff uh getting 10 minutes instead of five so a full set it'll um, just be you you'll win everything i can't win i'm not competing oh <laughs> i'm sorry i'm not i know you'll read and be great so come on out support ruben support the other comedians yeah, it's ten dollars it's fun it's and it's you know yeah it's going to the brewing company and to these comedians. Yeah. Because these comedians aren't making big money, people. Uh, some of them. Oh, some okay. Of them some of them are. I just know the one that lives in my house is making big money Fair for enough. comedy. So, all right. Anything else? So, you have to read. Please promise me okay, I'll read one the first, chapter. I'll read the first chapter. And then we'll talk about it. Well, no, because we're going to do a whole episode on the whole book. Oh, no. I was just thinking we could do one chapter... An episode. Oh, okay. That's fine. That works for me. Because then it's just a little bit. That'll be too long, I think, okay, to do a little that's book. Fine. We'll just do a little bit. Like, kind of like the Hallmark Christmas stuff, then you'll just do oh, your good, little great. your little Twilight episode update. Good. Um, Thank you, Whitney. And let's see what else. So to talk about anything else? I haven't been watching anything. I've just been watching Hallmark movies and stuff, and nothing really is good on TV, except, oh, Ruben. What? Do you know what starts tomorrow? Those dumb Christmas movies again no what survivor why sir because it's back it's time it's a new season of survivor starts tomorrow really i'm so excited 
it's a good thing. It's a very, very good thing. So that'll be something I'll be watching. And then right as Survivor ends, guess what comes on the next week after the end of the Survivor? Amazing Race. Yes, it's oh, coming no, back. Seriously? Yeah. We so, could do a mini show on Survivor and Amazing Race. Well, whatever. I, or I'll talk about it every week. We talk about it. You don't watch it. Oh, I, I watch care. it. Okay, sounds good. All right, what's our theme for next week? Uh, you picked it. I did pick it because the Oscars is coming up on Sunday. Now, we will record this episode after the Oscars, but I just wanted us to do an Oscar film from this year. Mm-hmm. Um, could be any any nomination, anyone. It didn't have to be the big, the big ones, mm-hmm. but I picked a big one for you because, again, it's a little bit selfish of me. I want to see it. Okay, that's fair. So, and I'm also lazy. Mm-hmm. I picked it because it's at Redbox. You There's one lazy. I really, really want to see, but it's not at Redbox, and I probably just won't have time this week. Because you, I, yeah. There's one that's like, of course, I want you to see, but it's, it's still in theaters. It's the green one. That's the one I want to see. The green one. I no. can't remember what it's called. It's with Vigo Vigo see. Mortensen. Green He's book not, or whatever. Yeah, I want to see that one. But nope, that's not the one I picked for you. You want to know which I picked for you? Sure. Did you pick something for me yet? Yeah, because I just was like, oh, I want you to watch this, but I don't even think it's in theaters anymore, and I don't think you can find it on. Well, on, then you don't pick that for me yeah, because well, if I can't find one. it. All right, I'll keep talking. No, you. I, I have mine. You give me yours, and then I'll give you mine. Well, you're going to be watching. Yeah. I'd not even give you hints or nothing. Okay. A Star is Born. <laughs> no. Bradley Cooper was nominated for Best Actor. Lady Gaga was nominated. Um, there's a bunch of people in it. And uh, Best Film, except Bradley Cooper, was not nominated for Best Director. <clears throat> so that's interesting. We for, and I do want to talk about the Oscars when you're done telling me we what I have to watch. All right, you have to watch Bow. It's that short film. <gasps> no, I'm, I can't Ugly do that. Ugly cry. Ugly cry. <clears throat> I was trying to explain it to your grandma, and I was just like, it's really sad, but I want her to see it. Okay, so I will watch it if you want me to, and no, I will talk make, the entire yeah, time about it. Yeah, for our hour long. Yeah, I'm going to make you watch it five minutes. It's a 10-minute movie because I found it on Google. It's so sad. It's so sad, but I really love it. Okay, give me something. I know. I, I'm trying to think of, do I do I want to give you something good or do I want to just be like, here you go. No, whatever. As long as I can get it. Make sure that I can get it. Don't yes. give me something I can't get. Oh, let me make sure you can get this. Okay, um, we'll keep talking. Well, how about if I yes, talk you, about you, the Oscars? You do that first. So I was talking to your grandma today about the Oscars and she was telling me, because I don't watch a whole lot of TV unless it's Hallmark or something I like, mm-hmm. but there's no hosts this year. Right. So I guess instead of the opening monologue, Queen is going to perform. Whatever. Which is fine. But then instead of, you know how the stars always come out and they do their mm-hmm. little blah, 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 this or that. No, no, no. And then these are the nominations. No. Somebody in the back is going to read it. And it's then. It's so yeah, boring. It sounds really dull. So I, I mean, I'll probably watch it, but it just seems really weird. So we'll just have to see. They're trying to cut the time, but now they're coming back. Because at one time they were saying, okay, we're not doing these these awards we're not going to do now during live. We'll do them during the commercials or whatever. Um, And then everybody just had a big fit. So they're like, okay, we'll do them all. So they're trying to go under three hours. Now they're saying they're not going to go under three hours. I don't like to watch the Oscars. I've never liked to watch the Oscars. I want to know who wins. But even as a kid... Mm-hmm. You know, they only have a certain amount of time to talk. I always felt real. I got really nervous. <laughs> no, I really did because I'm like, oh, they're gonna get, they're gonna turn off their mics. They're gonna start do- playing music on whatever. Oh no, it makes me really nervous. But whatever. I'm. I then remember, you know it's time to be done. I know, but I remember being a ten year old kid going like that. Literally, I just blew out your sound. Sorry, that's babe. fine. But okay, are you ready for me yet, or do I have yes. to keep talking? Well, because I was okay. So what were I you wanted t- to make you watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh, but there's but it's no... It's so hard. To, it's at Eastridge, which is forever Is away. it? Oh, okay. Uh, it was last week at AMC, Saratoga. Yeah, but I don't want to make you... Only have, at like 9.55. Oh, that's too late for Like me. it's it's not worth it. Um, okay. But I would like to see it. So hopefully it'll come out soon. It's very good. Right. Make me watch Bohemian Rhapsody. No, I'm not going to... Okay. I'll go on a little tangent. I think bohemian rhapsody is fine at best if it wins best pi- okay this it's is gonna, not gonna win best picture if it wins a if it wins a bunch of stuff it's because okay. all this stuff is rigged anyway and it's all a money campaign and that's not even me being like ooh conspiracy theory 
it's all a money thing. Okay. It, it's if they sunk the most money into this campaign, then and they they can. It is not against the rules for them to do this weird bribing thing. Oh. For like the judges, like, oh, by the way, we'll not only send you this movie, but we'll send you this really amazing care package that's worth five digits. Oh. Like you know what I mean? Like we're sending you this movie, but also a brand new TV and DVD player to watch it on. Ooh. Like it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't change my vote though. Bohemian Rhapsody is fun. Rami Malek. Who doesn't do the singing. No. He does some of it. He does some of it. Oh, okay. I haven't he, seen it. I really want to see this one too. He deserves. The Oscar not. The Oscar because he does a very good job at playing Freddie Mercury. But the movie was fine. The Like besides him, the movie was fine. It was kind of hokey at times. Oh, okay. For And I know I said this before, but uh, for a movie about a guy and a band that took so many risks, it was the safest movie of the year. Huh. Like, it just, it didn't want to take any chances. It didn't want to do anything crazy because it wanted to win that Oscar. Right. Mm, also, the guy who directed it is gross and disgusting, so, like, it shouldn't get any sort of recognition. Oh. Um, he's canceled. Oh. Um, but anyway, uh, you're watching Isle of Dogs. <gasps> I was going to make you, I was going to have you watch it. Is it? It's somewhere that I can get it. Four ninety nine on uh, Amazon, I think. Can you give me four dollars? What? Just kidding. <laughs> okay, sounds good. So you're we're gonna watch Stars Born. We'll get it at Redbox. Okay. Isle of Dogs might even be at Redbox. It might be for two bucks. That's fair. Sounds good. All right, Isle of Dogs and a Star is Born. So what's that gonna be? A Star. Star is dogs. A Star of Dogs. Dog is born. <laughs> yeah. Dog is born. Isle of Star. Isle. Nope. Isle of Born. No, nope. Isle of Born. I love stars. No, but the dog is born because okay. that's hysterical. Okay, whatever you say. Because that just makes me think of little puppies. I like puppies. I do like puppies. I love the puppies. The amount of puppies I follow on Instagram is, is concerning. I Yeah, and now I start to send you little cute doggy picture things. If you, if if we ever become rich and famous, it's like the leaked DMs of Ruben and Dawn. It's just look at this funny dog. Yeah. Look at this funny dog. I know. Look at this fat dog. Look at this fat dog. I'm always sending you weird stuff now that I find like that. It's just dumb. You're just sending me dumb memes. But it makes you laugh. So it that's does. the best part. All right. Because just get dumb little puppies. Because okay. we love puppies. I do love puppies. All right. Uh, next week is Star is Born and... I love dogs. All right. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.